Hello and welcome to the Daily Phys Ed for Wednesday the 20th of September. I am Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com and this is the Daily Phys Ed, a daily physical education podcast where I share reflections on my teaching practice, tips, techniques, strategies, technology tools, all things physical education. And thank you for joining us for another episode. If you're a new listener, thanks for finding The Daily Phys Ed, and I hope that you get something out of these episodes. Uh, As I said, we're trying to record an episode every day of the school year for this uh, academic year, 2017-18. Now, today, Wednesday the 20th of September, was a day four in the eight-day schedule that... um, I am working under at Meadow Ridge School here in British Columbia, Canada. Now, day four is a day where I don't have access to the gym um, or the the large gym. I do have access to the small uh, gym, what we call Gym C, which is a small uh, dance studio, which has a rock climbing wall attached to it. Um, So my classes were either in there or outside today. Now, the weather was okay outside today, um, so we could have gone out. Um, However, I did use today as an opportunity to start my next unit, or um, I guess the, the the first part of the year in terms of the way that I'm going to assess the students um, and get them thinking about something that I think is very, very important, which is physical literacy. So our next unit, or our first real unit of the year after we get through our cooperative games and team building and getting to know you type activities, um, I've called it developing physical literacy. Now, this is going to be a, I guess, a catch-all Unit title, which is going to help uh, the students understand the idea of physical literacy, what physical literacy is, um, and how they can begin to develop their physical literacy um, in a variety of different environments. So, in starting that unit, um, I started the kids off with um, the idea of physical literacy and what is physical literacy. I asked them the question, what is physical literacy? Um, and you know there was some pretty blank faces to be honest and this is something that um, you know it's a new term for a lot of educators let alone students so I said okay well let's take the idea of physical off that word of physical literacy what is literacy and the responses were reading and writing for the most part Um, so I said okay well if literacy is reading and writing reading and writing are skills Um, or things that you understand or things that you're able to do. So if we add physical to that, what do you think physical literacy might mean? Um, And then students were able to say, well, skills that I need to be able to be active. Um, So being able to run, jump, skip, hop, throw, kick, catch um, are all skills that uh, students might need. So they were able to identify that. And even in some classes, it was fantastic that they were able to identify, well, knowing how to make healthy choices, which is another skill. So we started that idea of physical literacy now. I borrowed um, a little bit from my good friend Joey Fyth from thephysicaleducator.com and I know he has his uh, physical activity or physical literacy pyramid. Now in his pyramid at the bottom he has health and he has physical literacy in the middle. Now I made a slight change to his his pyramid. Um, You can get his pyramid online at thephysicaleducator.com if you go to his visual resources page, you'll find it there. Now I've mentioned before that in our uh, school, that our mission, the mission statement of the school is living well with others, for others, in a just community. Now, that idea of living well, I've placed at the top of the pyramid. Now, we talked a little bit about the pyramid. We said, well, why is health at the bottom? Health's important because without health, um, you know, we're going to struggle to do a lot of different things. So we need to make sure that we are staying healthy. Um, 
before we're able to actually be active. So health is important, that forms the base of our pyramid. In the middle is physical literacy, and then at the top is living well. So if we're healthy and we are developing the skills of physical literacy, then we can say that we're living well. So we talked about that. Now, one thing that I'm using this year, um, today I had grade four and grade five classes, um, and with the grade fours and fives, I am using a tool that is put out by PHE Canada, which is the peak physical education body here in Canada, called Passport for Life. Now, the Passport for Life tool contains a few different areas. It contains some fitness skills, some movement skills, it talks about active participation and living skills. So there's four sections to the Passport. Now, two of those sections are teacher assessed and two of those sections are student self-assessed. So today, uh, the students were doing the self-assessment portion of uh, the Passport for Life. Now, what this Passport for Life does is it provides a snapshot of a student's living skills, participation, movement skills, and fitness skills um, within uh, the school environment and the larger environment outside of the school. So. Um, it's not by any means a summative assessment tool that is going to help you create grades, but what it is going to do is it's going to provide you with information that is going to assist you in being able to help students develop their physical literacy as well as think about ways that you can improve the instruction of your lessons. Now, as I said today, the students were taking part in the self-assessment portion of the uh, Passport for Life, and what they were doing is they were filling in the uh, active participation and the living skills section of the passport. So they did that online on their computers. They just had to log in um, using a password and username that I had created in the system. They logged into the program and they answered some questions. Now, the types of questions that they were answering were things like, uh, I enjoy being active at school, I enjoy being active at home, I um, enjoy taking part in team sports, I enjoy taking part in individual sports, I enjoy dance, gymnastics, I enjoy swimming, I enjoy activities uh, in the water, on snow, in the air, um, I feel confident when I'm doing activities, um, I don't feel stressed when I'm doing activities, um, I feel like I have enough skills to be able to do the activities that I want, I feel like I have access to the different activities that I want. So all of these questions are starting to build a bit of a picture um, around students, their ability and their um, access to physical activity, as well as their confidence and competence levels being active. Now, those were the, the self-assessed parts of the assessment. Now, those assessments are done at the start of the year, so that's the reason that we're doing them now. And then we're gonna do them again at the end of the year. And the Passport for Life program um, allows you to see some pretty interesting statistics around um, individuals as well as whole classes in terms of uh, what they think at the start of the year and then what they think at the end of the year and it shows you the difference in, um, in the answers that they're giving. So we'll be doing that um, assessment again at the end of the year. The fitness skills and the movement skills assessments are teacher assessments. So those assessments will be done during um, some practical activity time lessons and will include, I think each one includes about three or four different uh, movements. So the movement skills involves three or four different movements, things like throwing, uh, running, skipping, jumping, that sort of stuff. And then the fitness skills um, are other fitness activities. So those are teacher assessed and it's assessed on a, a four point scale. So um, I'm not 100% sure of the, the 
the scale right now, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's things like um, developing, acquiring, acquired, competent, um, or something along those lines. So we'll be doing those over the next couple of weeks so that we can uh, get that baseline assessment and we'll be putting that into the Passport for Life program. Now, the great thing about the program is that you can print off a PDF copy of the Passport, which allows the students to see where they're at. It allows them to take it home, and it includes some tips and information on there about how they might improve areas where they haven't scored so high. Now, the aim is that by the end of the year, when they do this passport again, that uh, they have made improvements. So the whole idea behind the passport is that it is just a tool to provide more information for students, for teachers, and for families to help support uh, their development as physically literate and physically active young people, both at school and in their community. So this is the first time that I've used this tool, Passport for Life. Um, previously, I've um, attempted and used other tools. I used um, the Sport for Life um, Physical Literacy Assessment for Youth, so the Play tools, um, but this year I wanted to try out the Passport for Life tool and com contrast and compare and then decide which one I think um, is more valuable. Initially, I think already I'm seeing that the Passport for Life um, assessment is more child focused. It, the language that it uses, I think, is easier for students um, in grade four and grade five to understand than the um, play tools assessments. That being said, uh, there is absolutely nothing wrong with the play tools assessments. Um, as I said, I've used them in the past. However, I do feel that they are more probably directed towards uh, teachers and educators and administrators in terms of the language that's used and, and, and sort of the results that are that are. Um, created through doing those assessments. I'll talk a little bit about the play tools assessments in another episode of the Daily Fears Aid because again, I think they're valuable, valuable tools and there's probably a wider range of uh, tools within that suite of tools within the physical literacy assessment for youth um, in terms of the play self, the play parent, the play coach, um, play basic um, and the other, I think there's one other play tools assessment in there, so I'll, I'll speak about those another time. But as I said, um, I, I think that the the passport for life assessment um, is really child friendly, which I think is is uh, one benefit to it. So I'm interested to see how that goes over the course of the rest of the year. Um, so that's sort of how I started off my uh, developing physical literacy um, unit or idea. Um, with my students today. As I said, physical literacy is, is for me forming the basis of everything that I do. I think everything that, um, w that I do within physical education, within um, my role as a physical education teacher at Meadowridge School, um, relates back to that idea of developing physical literacy and that whole pyramid again of, you know, I can have a very small impact upon the health of the students that I, uh, that I teach. That, you know, there are so many competing factors and so many outside um, things that are going to affect the health of the students. Um, I can't really have a huge effect on that. Um, I can provide students with opportunities to learn about making good choices, making healthy choices. But really, at the end of the day, students, um, their, their parents and themselves um, are the ones who are going to control their health. Um, and if I want students to live well and I want uh, the students to be able to live the mission of the school, living well with others, for others in a just community, then one thing that I do have um, some impact over or some control over is helping them to develop their physical literacy and helping them to be able to feel confident and competent moving in a variety of environments um, and making healthy choices and, you know, 
feeling like that they have opportunities to be active when they want and how they want. So that, I think, um, although this is, I'm calling it a unit, I think it, it forms the basis of everything that I'm aiming to do this year um, and every year from now on um, in terms of physical education at Meadow School. So that was my day. That's what I did this afternoon. I had a head of department meeting um, where we talked through some leadership strategies. We talked about setting some um, department goals next week. So next Monday, I'm going to have a meeting with the whole PHE department at the school and uh, we're going to set some goals for the year. So I'm looking forward to that, looking forward to sitting down with the department and sort of getting their input and ideas on what they think is important in terms of goal setting for this year and how we're going to work together to achieve those goals. So on, uh, on a whole, it was a, another um, successful day, feeling very, very um, welcomed and very supported at Meadow Ridge School, feeling like it has been a fantastic move and opportunity for me. So I feel like it's a real good fit um, and I'm really, really looking forward to going to work every day, which is um, always something that is uh, important. I think that you, know, you have to love what you do, um, otherwise, why do it? Um, and I do love what I do. I do love being a physical educator and I love going to work every day. Um, I also love spending time with my family. Um, but uh, the purpose of being a physical educator for me is, is also something that um, is very, very important. So that was my day today, Wednesday the 20th of September. Um, that was the daily phys ed for today. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and until tomorrow, stay happy, stay healthy and stay active.